Hello, everybody. I'm Joan Rogan. This is my <laughs> co-host, Alien Thomas, and you're listening to Thank you for um, uh, coming on and listening to this uh, podcast, number one in the charts we just heard. Um, yep. And uh, <laughs> first day. First day. Top of the I charts. Mean, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy how, how that works. But um, how are you? Good? Is it me? Yeah. Are you or the, good? Or the listener? Expecting how are you, your listener? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, man. I uh, got a sparkling water by my side. Lovely. Some Palo Santo. Mm. Um, getting the vibes going. I feel good. How about you? How are you? That, that's one. Of the, that's that stick that's smoking. Yeah. This is this the smoking stick. You continue. I'll just I'll get our vibes set. Let her rip while we're uh, going here. Me? Oh, I'm good. Um, I went for a run this morning. Ah. Um, I was just a humble four four miles. You know. I was gonna ask, but I figured you'd tell us anyway. Yes. So. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. To everyone listening, uh, I'm a. I run. Huge runner. I run sometimes. Um, but yeah, Steven, I'm Steven, Steven, hold on. We got to stop on that for a second. Steven's one of those guys. This is the worstly lit <laughs> Palo Santo. Um, one of those guys that, like, I have a treadmill and I run on it every so often. <laughs> it's my resolution this year to run more. Steven's like, he gets up, he asks Google what the temperature is, and the lower the temperature, is he still doesn't care. It's like, <laughs> it's 10 degrees outside. He's like, sick, I'm going to run for two hours. He's insane. Anyway. Well, it feels better after after two miles, if it's 30 you, degrees outside, it feels, it feels good. Better than like if it's 80 degrees outside. Yeah. Anyway, it's enough about that. Um, um, I, yeah, I, we, we, did a, we did an intro uh, podcast and I uh, just wanted to... Start by saying hello and thanks for coming to the first official uh, episode of Live Laugh Joan. Basically, the structure, I guess, I mean, it's going to change, but the structure we're kind of taking on this is like just open and just kind of um, we have a few ideas, but we're just like starting it off by um, talking about some announcements coming up. So, um, first off, we have uh, a new song out called Nervous. Woo! It's a banger. It is a banger. I hope. And, uh, yeah, new song and video along with it. Um, it's, it's a single off of our upcoming album called Superglue, which is our debut album, and it will release in April. Just crazy. Crazy. And then, um, <clears throat> and then we've announced uh, our tour that will go alongside <clears throat> the Superglue, 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 <laughs> Super glue release, um, and that'll be shows in the U- all across the U.S. and yeah. um, and hopefully um, more to come. So yeah, yeah. Um, very excited about that. It's insane. We we finished our album. Um, what month was it? Last month? Uh, last year? September? September? Yeah. We turned it in September. We've always been like EP by EP, song by song kind of mentality. 
So it was kind of crazy to turn it in in September, which it had been like a labor of like, what, five or six months of work. Yeah. Um, slowly working, chipping away at it, and then <laughs> turning it in for an April release, which is mm-hmm. the longest we've ever, yeah, or, or the most ahead of schedule we've ever been, which felt good, but it's weird. It's like, I think for a fan of a band or an artist, um, you just like it drops and you're just like, Oh, this brand new thing. Yeah. In our minds, it's like not already released, but it definitely in my head, I've like, I'm already on to the next thing in my, yeah. in my brain, like writing, we're writing new songs. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like it never stops, but then I'm like, I have to slow down and go, Oh, we have a lot of <laughs> work to do around this thing that hasn't even released yet. Yeah. So it's very wild. But. Yeah. I was interested. I, I was talking to Jake on the way here. Our, our, our good friend, Jake, who's on the side over here, he's a, He's our producer and boss. <laughs> um, he's waving, and boy, is he happy to be he's here. He's happy. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, I was telling him it's like an interesting time because it's like we spent it, probably four months, literally every day, just like working on a single focus, which was the album, and like refining and like. Like it's from this process of just like throwing everything at the wall, seeing what sticks, then refining, then seeing what feels best as an album, taking like the 11 best songs that feel cohesive and like feel like a, a thing worth sharing. And like, you have to have a lot of belief in it because it's going to be released six months after you turn it in. Um, and then all that time we've been sitting on all this music that we're able to listen to all day, every day, if we mm. want to, and um, and and nobody else has heard it. So it's like this weird in between period where it's like I really, really, really want you to listen to this music and can't wait for you to, <laughs> yeah. but I have to wait for you to. And it's like you, I don't know. It's like a weird limbo kind of I know. in between. Well, and I'm so like I'm, I've I've listened to the album fifty times mm-hmm. probably, just like. I'll get in my car and I'm like, I almost, it's not that I forget that we wrote one. I just, it's our first one. So it's like, it obviously means a lot to you and I and our team. But like, um, I just like, it's, it's funny to listen to it pre it releasing. And then I'll go like a week or two and not listen to it. And then when I pick it back up, I'm like, okay, I still love this, but no one's heard it. It's the strangest feeling, dude. It's so strange. But yeah, that's crazy too, because it's like, it's not released and I was, I had the same feeling. Like I listened to it so much, like right after we were done with uh-huh. it. And it was like, I don't know, I guess in maybe whenever we were touring in November and stuff, I kind of stopped listening to it as much and then listened to it last week again for the first time, like really mm-hmm. intentionally. And it's crazy because yeah, I had that like second wind for it and like love for it. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, Oh, it, but it's still not out. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just weird to think about. And hopefully people have that same thing. Like music seems like it moves so fast now where it's like hope. I don't know. I just, I hope people love it as much as we do and, and like it affects them. I hope it's fresh for them and I hope it shows a new side of us to them. But also like, I hope they're able to listen to it five years from now and be like, Oh man, this hits just as hard as it used to kind of thing. Yeah. And, and like, well, that I was a it. big goal. Like time, yeah. like we all, we talk about this a lot, but every song we write where we have this in the back of our heads, timeless, mm-hmm. I want it to be timeless. I want this song to, you'll be able to hear it in 20 years and it not necessarily, I mean, it's going to live in a place in your mind 
at that time in your life, like there's always going to be nostalgia to stuff that you, when you were 25 and you heard it and now you're 50, like you're yeah. going to think back on it. That's just like human nature and how the brain works. But mm -hmm. I don't want it to be locked. Any of our stuff to be locked so much in a genre or a style or a time capsule where it's like, Oh, that's obviously that was made in 85 or sure. 2000. And so that's one thing I, th I, I think I'd say I'm most proud of this record. Obviously no one's heard it yet, but, um, it Feel, it feels that way to me. There are at least moments on it that could have been released in 2000 yeah. or could be released in 2030. And mm -hmm. the song, it's all about the songs. And yeah. I feel like we did a really good job of making a really coherent from top to bottom narrative, you know, album. Like yeah. it's got a little bit of everything for something for everyone kind of thing. And um, I don't know, I'm darn proud of it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And it's it's cool to think like we started it in April, like mm -hmm. the very first yeah, beginnings true. of it. Like yeah. right after we were done with tour, we like started writing to see what an album would look like for us. And then now that we're releasing it, literally a year later. Uh, yeah, exactly a, a year later. Yeah, and <clears throat> I don't know. It's 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 we're not there yet, obviously. But it's cool to think about what the album cycle is from. It's very start to very finish. Mm -hmm. It's like very different for us because we're so, we've been so singles and EP based. It's like, I don't know. It seems so different and new and cool. Like I feel yeah. like we've grown a lot through it and like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about albums now. Yeah. Me I too. wasn't it, like, yeah, <laughs> you can ask our manager call and he would be like, you know, there's going to be a time where like, we got to start thinking about like thinking in terms of albums. Yeah. We just, you know, we were like, cool. We kept kicking, we kept it, kicking it down yeah. the road. And, and I mean, I think, I think there's two sides of it. Like I, I now better understand where he was coming from. I think we're in an industry that still does operate largely on album cycles, even mm -hmm. though you can also have a single that breaks out being someone on TikTok or whatever, yeah. you know, like there's so many other ways to make it, but, um, <clears throat> the traditional way still exists obviously, but I just don't think we, we, if we don't want to do it, it's not going to be good. Yeah. For, like a good product from us. Like if we feel forced or no one was forcing us, but like if we feel that way, even our perceived, it's like, it's not going to, so we had to get to the place where we were like, okay, it's not, it wasn't like a, you know, you wake up and just feel it one day, but yeah. kind of like yeah. after a lot of thought and a lot of conversations internally between just us going like, okay, we finally feel like we figured out Joan enough mm -hmm. to present our first real album offering and yeah. that's like now that I listen back I'm like I I mean this in the most humble um not cocky way possible it's the best thing we possibly could have offered as our first offering yep we'll let the public decide yeah. what they feel about it but yeah. for you and I like I know I will look back on this album in in my old age and yeah. and go I'm freaking proud of this thing mm -hmm. like so yeah and that's <clears throat> That's a good, I mean, it's, it's interesting to think about that too, just because like we've been doing it for several years, four years. Yeah. And so I'm glad that we didn't do an album year one, very, like very glad. And yeah, <clears throat> to think about like what an album would be if we did do it year one, just wouldn't, it wouldn't be, wouldn't be this, but it just, I don't think would be right and feel like us. So it, it's so cool to think even even before the release, like just listening to the songs and looking at like what they're about and like sonically what they, what they are yeah. like our four years of EPs and singles and everything built us up literally to this, 
to this mm-hmm. album because it's like a piece of everything. It's a little bit of new. It all feels like us. It's just, I don't know. I'm very, very, very proud of it and excited about it. And anyway, I don't know what, even why we got on that. <laughs> no, it's good. No, but we're just processing out <laughs> Welcome to the Joan Therapy Session where we uh, talk about our feelings. Um, it's been 40 minutes and we're literally just talking. Okay, so Nervous is out. Mm-hmm. Super Blue's coming. Nervous video, which rips. Yes. I, I think I've loved every video we've put out. There's not a video we've done that I'm not, that I'm like not proud of, but I don't know, just even looking, um, like right after we shot it, looking through BTS photos that Jake took and sh- seeing clips from Brandon, like it's even just being there day of, mm-hmm. um, Brandon Waddell, one of our best friends directed this one and he's just kind of like come on board as kind of like a creative director role with us and helping us think through visuals on everything. And hit Steven, uh, if you don't know already handles all visuals for our band, but it's been good for him to even have like someone to like, I'd say, I don't want to speak for you, but like bounce off ideas and take some of that off your plate just to like, just as a collaborator. Cause yeah. I'm, I, I am visual, but not in the same way. Like you guys live in that world a lot more than I do. And so, um, Brandon did a brilliant job. We're super proud of it. We hope you like it and yep. all that jazz. Yeah. It's cool to it, like, like you were saying, I mean, I feel like I can envision it to a certain extent, but Brandon with video, especially, yeah, that's just, that's a world that I'm, I am limited in as far as like being able to see what the end product is going to be like. Yeah. And nervous, especially I feel like was just like right in his wheelhouse. So it just, oh, yeah. it felt, it felt cool to like watch him in his element like he normally is, but also like even more just like yeah. he knew, he knew what was going to come of, of this, like before we shot it mm-hmm. while we were shooting it and you could tell he was having a blast. And so I don't know, that's well, always the fun part is like when people like, just like love what they do and you kind of like get to see it as part of your project. It's mm-hmm. like it's so awesome. Well, and it's funny to, to see him too. Like if you, if you have the pleasure of meeting Brandon ever, he's amazing character and just a great guy and integrity and all that. But he's, when he's unsure or like feels scattered, like that night, there were several times where he was like, sorry guys, I feel like I'm like dropping the ball or whatever, whatever the fill in the blank thing was. And mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, this is going swimmingly. Yeah. Like this feels amazing. Like, yeah. so even his like worst is still in his mind is still so good. Right. Like yeah. just that's when you're working with people of that character and quality and just mastery of his, of his mm-hmm. world and what he does, like, it's just so evident and it's just so funny to see him critique himself. Cause I'm like, if this is your worst and I suck, like, yeah, right. like, this is really good, uh-huh. you know? And so, but yeah. Um, and with videos, especially we're, we've always been so DIY and throw and go yeah. with a lot of it. And to see him kind of on that level and, and to see him grow, even just like from where we started with him For and sure. like, even just from there, just like keep going and keep growing and it's cool. Yeah. yeah it was super fun. Um, it's very so funny. I hope you like hope you like the nervous video and the song. If you don't, don't tell us. It'll make yeah, us sad. Maybe yeah, maybe just leave that one out. <laughs> you tweet about it. Just don't tag <laughs> us. Um, uh, so I think that's mostly the announcements. Right? Yeah, yeah. We thought it'd be fun on this first um, official Live Laugh Joan to um, you know we did an intro episode where we um, kind of talked origin and some general things that are asked. But we were like, hey, why don't we take an episode to interview each other? Sure. Um, and so we both came with some questions that we don't know 
what the other person's is. Mm-hmm. They may be silly goose. They may be serious goose. Yeah. A lot of geese. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start. Okay. Are you nervous? I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll start with a, um, we'll start with a light, a lighthearted one. I've got my iPhone here with a list and my notes app. Okay. First question. If you got to choose your own name, what would it be? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, well, first I'll say I have been pleased with Steven. <laughs> that's good. I, there was a point in my childhood that I had a tough time with it. Um, but I think it was because I don't like the name Steve for me. So I think I had a problem with Steven. Yeah, I get that. But let's see. Let me think. I think I would go with something like um, Rip. Something so off the wall that's like... Rip? Or like, I feel like I've heard that before. Or like Raz. Raz. Close to Roz. Rozzy. That's true. My daughter's name is Roz. Roz and Raz. That's kind of sick. Yeah. I'd go, with, I'd go with Raz. Maybe my stage name. I'm going to choose it for you. Raz. It's not Rip. <laughs> it's Raz. <laughs> Uh, I don't have a specific name, but it would be it would be something like that. Yeah. And right now I'm feeling Raz. Okay. Feeling Razzy. Think um, about it though. You would literally never ever forget that name. No. And I kind of like the idea that you'd have to have a personality that, that would go with that name. And yeah. I feel like that'd be the. Uh, I'm seeing neon uh-huh. neon colored glasses, like yeah. green neon green for sure. Crazy hair. Crazy hair. Yeah. Um, all I'm, spiked up, different spikes. <laughs> it's like, it's all, <laughs> and all different colors. And you're definitely wearing a visor. For sure. Like a poker visor. Mm-hmm. And white platform shoes. Yeah. And um, let's see, let's dress the rest of me out. I'd wear a, I'd wear a blazer, yeah. like the master's blazer, if you know what that yeah, is. Yeah, green It's one. like yeah. kind of your shirt color. But, Golf reference. Go ahead. But... I would definitely like look better in it than the masters off the golf. Currently, you have no pants on. I'm gonna fill in that blank for you. <laughs> oh, like oh no, you have pants on right now. <laughs> your your hypothetical character, leopard skin. Okay, not leopard skin. Sorry, we'll go vegan. Leopard print. Okay, yeah. Leopard print. Yeah. Maybe it has a texture like a like a like a like a fake fur. Definitely faux yeah. fur leopard print mm-hmm. pants. Tight. Very tight. <laughs> Like, is that his skin? Uh-huh. Is his skin leopard print? Yes. Not sure. But, hey, I make a statement. <laughs> My do. name is Raz. <laughs> you haven't forgot me yet. Yeah, but you no, know? I haven't. What I didn't tell you is that, that um, because you said it to the public, it's now legally binding. <laughs> okay. That's how copyright works. <laughs> Sounds so, great. <clears throat> that's your new name. Congrats, Raz. Do you, get to, do you have an answer for you? Um, well, I've, I've always liked my name. Because Alan, it's common-ish. But yeah, I don't. It's I've not known a super common. Yeah, I've known a few Allens. Um, none better than me, obviously. But, sure. Um, but I, my middle name is Benjamin. My dad's name. So my dad's name is Harry Benjamin Thomas. Mm-hmm. His dad was Harry Benjamin Thomas. Yes. His dad. So my dad was the third. Mm. And I was like, that was a lost moment for my parents to name. I could have been the fourth. Which you is would like, have liked that. I, as a kid, no. Now. Probably because of Harry Styles, and he's sure. made the name cool again. Yeah, um, I probably Harry would like as that. a name had a rough ten years. I feel like as yeah, we were <laughs> but it's those. made its full circle. Yeah. yeah, but just think about being Harry Benjamin Thomas the fourth. It sounds cool. like freaking royalty. That's is true. what it sounds like. Yeah, and you could go by Quad. 
<laughs> People go by, by quad. Uh, Trey, yeah. you know? Yeah, quad. You go by quad. Maybe that would be the name. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, your question, okay. go. I like the name Harry, by the way. Thanks. Um, let's see. I'll start with a, a lighthearted one as well. Um, what? All right. If I know you, you love reality shows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what one reality show would you um, like to watch for the rest of your life? It, it, it can only be one. It can only be one. Um, <clears throat> it would have to be, is it called Alone? Oh, yeah. I think a show like Alone where, where there's suspense because you're like, are they going to survive? Because mm-hmm. that, is that the one where they, like, they go as long as they can by themselves? Yeah. Are they naked? No. <laughs> okay. That's naked, there's naked, naked and, afraid. and afraid. Okay, yeah. yeah, different show. Similar premise. Yeah, similar. Similar premise, uh, but clothed. Yeah, I, I'm a, I, I could watch, uh, to your point, no, I'm not a reality guy, mm-hmm. unless it's the Alaskan Bush people. That's true. Because that show rips. Um, <laughs> but again, primitive nature. Uh-huh. There's, some, there's a theme here. You, you like the, the outdoor shows. I like outdoor the outdoor shows. shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. also like, um, oh, what's it called? Gold Rush or something? <laughs> yeah, dude. Or Moonshiners. <laughs> Moonshiners. Yeah, it's so scripted, I don't care. We've had so many like late nights getting getting in the hotel from like after shows. Yeah. And we're just like, there better be Alaskan bush people on <laughs> yeah, or or moonshiners. Bro, the, the first, night's not gonna end right. The first two, three years of van like touring, we were in a van and we would purposely pick country inn and suites mm-hmm. hotels because they always had fresh well, I don't know if they're fresh, but Chocolate chip cookies <laughs> at the front desk for free. You could grab as many as you wanted. Yep. We'd grab several. Mm-hmm. And we would and get at on, 2 a.m. And at 2 a.m. It doesn't a. matter yeah, if they're yeah, fresh or not. It doesn't matter. And then we would go just just lob on the bed, and the first thing was grab the remote and see what's on. What what channel? I don't even know. Is that Discovery? Discovery, yeah. Yeah. And or sh- or uh, history. Yeah. yeah. And if we were lucky, which we <clears> were, there would be just a marathon of Alaskan bush people. Mm-hmm. And I got to watch this wonderful family Make Brown Town when that was called Brown Town. So, <laughs> Brown Town, baby. <laughs> so, if you haven't checked that out, <clears throat> here's your chance. Okay. All right. I know your answer Survivor. Yeah, I would be Survivor. It would be Survivor. I don't even need to ask. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. There you I go. was just thinking through my head if there was another one, but there's, there is no better show than Survivor. Yeah. I, that can be the next episode. I'll have my own solo uh, episode on it, uh-huh. but. I'll, I could watch Survivor easy for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. I've seen every season. Yeah, he has. And I'll, talk- see, I'll see every season to come. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Um, okay, my next question here. Get a little more serious. Okay, serious goose time. Um, do you wish that you could be a good drummer? <laughs> <laughs> and why? <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, moving on. Uh, um... <laughs> Okay, uh, what, what do you hope, um, okay, if there is something about our society or w- world, just world in general, mm-hmm. that you wish in 20 years' time could disappear, mm. what would it be? Um, okay, this is, a, this is a weird one and not realistic. Okay. Travel time. I wish, ah. I wish 
while I do like the novelty of like taking road trips or flying, right. Right. I, I wish that could go away. I wish I could show up in Indonesia and, tonight. Yeah. And yeah. like that be it. Not mm-hmm. have to take the 18 hour trip or longer, whatever it is. Yeah. I wish that time spent was able to go bye bye. Mm-hmm. Um, is it the the travel experience? Is it is it like the duration of time that you're just like you're like hour twelve on the flight and you're just like my God, get me there? Or yeah, is it, it just feels like <clears throat> it feels a lot like um, like there's a certain point where it just feels like wasted time. It's like man, I, yeah. I could do so much with this eighteen yeah. hours, or yeah, I would just rather be not in a plane for eighteen hours. But yeah, it's like worth it once you get there. It's worth the trip. But you think about it, it's like you're spending almost 40 hours total on a, like for Asia, we spent almost 40 hours, if not more, actually in, on a plane where we were there for four weeks or whatever it was. That's a lot of time that, you're, that you're traveling and like yeah. not, you're just limited to that one space. That's, I don't know, I just wish. Which reminds me of the very first time we went to Asia mm-hmm. was to play Wonderland Festival in the Philippines in Manila. And we took that flight, which yep. is easily fifth, 14, 15 hour flight, mm-hmm. which may have been more because we may have had a layover somewhere. I don't remember, yeah. but, um, to play a 30 minute set in a festival <laughs> and then turn right back around and come home. Yep. That's insanity, dude. Yeah. We, I'm so I glad we, we did were it. there for less time than we like we're traveling. Oh, 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 for sure. I don't even know that we were there for a full 24 hours. Yeah. Insane. It's nuts. But I'm glad we did it. Cause yeah. It, it was awesome. But that's the thing. It's like, but, it's worth it every time, but it's yeah. like, oh man, wish, you wish that could down. go away. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. That might be a, the, the, the other easy one I think is some form of social media or whatever that means in the future. <clears throat> yeah. I would like for it. I, there are definitely benefits to it, but I would like it to be better as a whole, like yeah. as an experience or as a, as it affects people, I think yeah. I would like for it to not be what it is uh-huh. currently. I agree. I agree. That'd be, I think that'd be my answer. Yeah. I, yeah. When I was thinking of the question, I was like, I think social media is my, my main one. Yeah. You're right. So many benefits, mm-hmm. but so many cons. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> more, I would say more cons than pros a lot of the time, or maybe the, maybe the, the cons are louder. Yeah. Than the pro, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're so it's so integrated now. Like we probably don't realize the benefits sometimes because yeah. all you see is the negative stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, good yep. good answer. Travel time. I did not think you'd go there. That's a good one. <clears throat> <laughs> Just pulling out surprises left and right, baby. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Ooh, what decade do you wish you lived in? Seventies. So okay, but this has two, <laughs> and this might be the same answer. I would like to know for living your normal life, okay. what decade you'd like okay. to live in. Okay. And then as an artist, releasing music, writing music, whatever, yeah. what decade would you, uh, like, would you be in today? Or you can still be in today's decade if, if, you'd, yeah. if you'd like, but is there a decade in the past that you'd like to, <clears throat> you wish you were in? That's a great two-part question, Stephen. Thank you. Thank you. Um, living, I think now, I'm happy with where we are mm-hmm. in this current. It's still early in the decade, but I don't think I would live in a different decade, yeah. like just normal life. I don't either. I, the, the luxury of 
like as a world, like just uh, 1800s, what quality of life was, medicine, all this thing, so much more advanced right. now where it's like if you get a headache, you can just treat it with ibuprofen. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's anyway. So those kind of things, I think because of that alone and just like technology and I'm a nerd with like science stuff, like what we've just discovered in the last 10 years, like to, to although there were huge discoveries going on then too, but um, I don't know. I just, I think we're at a really special time now to live. Music, the 80s. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 and it's hard because it's like late 80s, mm-hmm. early 90s. It's kind of crossover. So I don't, I don't know which... I don't know. Nineties are more nostalgic for me. Yeah. Um, just, just like growing up somewhat like young, young, young childhood there. But, um, like I think of like getting to hear Brian Adams heaven come out on the radio Mm -hmm. would have been, I don't know if it would have hit me as hard as it does now, but, um, that would have been really cool to, to be, to be of the age to care. Yeah. I'm trying to think of when that may have been like, I can't remember if that was like 89 or like 90, but so somewhere, somewhere in that, that is an interesting, in, interesting thought because like, I think I would say maybe seventies, mm-hmm. but also it was so similar. It was different obviously, but yeah. like it, it wasn't as, um, broad as music is today <clears throat> because right. of te- technological things that have happened from right. now, you know, or mm-hmm. between now and then. So I don't know. If, yeah, that's, that's, well, in that's any interesting 80s. to think like everything being kind of that thing right. seems like cool because we're separated from it. Right. And like it hits us in an interesting way because yeah. that's like what it was at that time. But if you were living in that time, I don't know if it would. When well, I'm hard. curious, like, like now you hear like a, okay. Skrillex vibes when he was like the, the thing. And mm-hmm. I mean, he was even crossing over into pop stuff with like some of the Bieber stuff and all that, but yeah. it was really interesting samples and sounds and like, the dubstep thing was really popular, <clears throat> especially at that moment in time. And then you started hearing that influence on everything mm-hmm. for like a moment, right? Yeah. I'm wondering like in the 80s, I, I feel like if you deep, deep dive into some of the, not the hits, but like just like any band, any artist at the time, when like the gated drums yeah. came into fruition or whatever, like I'm sure once they heard that Phil Collins record, whoever did it first, I think it was Phil Collins, but um, I'm sure it was imitated endlessly sure even if it didn't get heard on the mainstream because maybe that band or the song wasn't a hit or yeah. you know whatever it's yeah. deemed to be but so i'm sure you still get the like at the time everyone oh my god everything sounds the same right now or mm, whatever yeah but i don't know uh, even then another element would be you didn't have the internet so it's like you, do, you didn't have a million bands yeah i mean i, I don't think maybe a, a lot of garage bands and stuff and like yeah. diy stuff but now it seems like every everyone is an artist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like I don't know. Even has a much, chance. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where then it was it totally depended on who saw you and who picked you up and the road what the your road seemed a lot more narrow like, than right, at least yeah. it seemed the perception at least I don't maybe that's not true but yeah. it feels like it was that's interesting. Hmm. Okay. Good answer. Thanks, man. You too. Good question. That was a great question. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, I was like, whose question was that? It was yours. Um, Okay. Okay. What is your biggest motivator? <clears throat> Ooh. Okay. And it, uh, well, let's make this a two part. Okay. Well, no, no, I'm not gonna make a two part. I was going to say, did you have a different motivator pre the babies, mm. pre Roz? 
mm. than it is now. Because I think that, for me, that shaped some of that. But, yeah. but perhaps not. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I don't know if Roz changed my motivation, my motivations completely, or or motive whatever the yeah. meaning behind my motivation was. I think she influenced it some because it's more like. I want my family to be um, proud and like well. benefit from what I do, I guess. So I think I would say, I would say to that side of it, like there, I think there's always going to be a financial sort of motivator where right. it's like, I would love to make this amount because I know this amount is what it takes to like, you know, for, her to go to college if she wants to, or for right. us to be able to grow into a house where we have, you know, more kids eventually or whatever. But I don't, I don't think finances are my motivate mo- motivator. I think I've kind of always had like specific, um, artist things that I, that I'd like to see happen. Um, and it's, and it's less of like a checkbox thing. I think it's more of yeah. like, I want to see, or I want to be able to like do art however that looks in music 40 years from now. Yeah. So I think my motivator is how can I every day work towards something now that's putting me in a long the long a long term <clears throat> yeah thing where I can I can basically be doing this for the rest of my life. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's probably my biggest motivator is just just to like secure my position in the music world, if that makes sense. Yeah. Or as a job musically. Yeah. Like, cause I know that'll change. Hopefully Joan is the thing for right ever, but say it doesn't last forever. And we, and we have to pivot me and you, or like if we mm-hmm. end up having whatever I want, I just like, I want to look back and see myself doing music in my twenties and my thirties and my, 40s, like mm-hmm. whenever I'm old and hopefully not retiring from music ever, I want to be like be able to do that forever, and so I think that's my yeah. daily, I guess, motivator. Yeah. Um, I mean, for for like, I guess career specific. <clears throat> yeah. I guess there's more like personal motivators that you can do as a as a person, but that's you know, I just career is so intertwined with who I am too because I love what I do. It, and yeah, it's interesting. So yeah, I think that would be the. A big one. That's good. Yeah. Mine, I, I, I was, while you were talking, I was like trying to think what mine is. I, I just know that since I was 11 years old and I held my first pair of drumsticks, something changed inside mm. of me. I played baseball, basketball. I was, I was a fine athlete. I wasn't, I was small. I wasn't yeah. that great. So I never felt, I never had that like, <clears throat> excuse me, that pipe dream like, I'm going to be a football player. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm like four foot nothing and weigh a hundred pounds. Like I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I'm not going to be a professional mm-hmm. anything athlete. Um, but I, something switched in me when I held drumsticks and I like learned my first rudiment and started understanding music. And I think some things were confirmed in me that I had suspicions of, like of when I'd listen to music, I, I didn't <clears throat> just listen to it for leisure mm-hmm. or pleasure or whatever. It was like from an early age, I like, thought about it different. Like there was like a scientific nudge to it in my, in my, or an edge to it in my head. Nudge. Mm. That was not the right word. Mm. Um, or nudge. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it was like, I was analyzing it basically is what I'm saying. Like, um, I didn't know that at the time, but then as I grew older and like learned more and 
picked up a guitar or got a guitar for Christmas and got interested in learning chords and songwriting and just, just this natural step. It's just always, it just always has, has been since yeah. I was 11. And so it's weird, but I've just like never thought of doing anything else. Mm-hmm. Like me and Lola have our stuff on the side that we like to do. And there's, you know, maybe hobbies, but even that, I mean, we've talked about this several times in private. Like my hobby is also my job. Like, right. yeah. I, it's another question on here, but it actually kind of goes with this. I was going to ask, like, if you had, if you had a day, if you had no plans, uh, uh, the, the girls were out of town, no family around, like whatever, what would you just do by yourself? Mm. And my answer is I would go to my studio, mm-hmm. I would turn on my computer and I would create something yeah. like, and so it's, it's interesting exactly what you said when you have like that intertwined financial compensation, um, uh, perspective of it like that that that's the what's the word i'm looking for like um that's well the motivator yeah to live (laughs) yeah um but it's also what genuinely brings you joy right it's such a weird it's not even a dichotomy i don't i don't view them as two different things i tell Mm -hmm. Lola that all the time i'm like it's tough because i like in free time it's naturally like what i want to do so i just i just do it which i feel really fortunate that that found me or i found it or whatever um because it's it's such an old adage and kind of corny, but like the if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Like yeah. I I feel that. Like yeah. and luckily we found each other and like our partnership's really healthy and good, and so that that just adds to it the the fun of it. But um, yeah, I freaking I, I think my motivator is like I just love it. Mm-hmm. And when Ellie came, it just made it all feel more weighty in a in a sure in a good way. Like us not getting that opportunity or us needing to work harder or XYZ thing just means more now because I have another mouth to, yeah. <laughs> to feed yeah. who is her, her survival is completely dependent upon me and Lola. Yeah. And totally. so, um, that obviously just adds weight to it, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, it didn't necessarily change. It just got like more, more important. Yeah. So now I'm like, whatever happens with Joan, I want to freaking make sure we did everything we possibly could for both of our families yeah. to like exhaust every resource and every, which yeah. luckily it's been all good, but like totally. Yeah, yeah, it's just crazy to think. I mean, I literally, like, nothing would break my heart more than, like, I mean, some stuff maybe <laughs> would, but, like, that just seems like the total worst thing is just, like, not being able to do music anymore. If there was something that yeah. happened where I, like, just couldn't do it, oh, that, like, when hurts I want, me to think about. I like, want that for everybody. Like, yeah. I, I have this this altruistic goal of, like, I want everyone to experience the feeling of loving what they do because we have, we have so many friends and family and, and just people, you know, that, that, you know, don't. Yeah. And I'm like, I hate, I don't want that for you. Like yeah. I want you to find, and, and I truly feel like there's probably something out there for everyone, even, even if it doesn't end up being what they get compensated for fully of like, maybe it's a hobby, a side thing, whatever, but I'd highly encourage everyone to try to find mm-hmm. that. Like, even if it's playing golf, like whatever, yeah. whatever it is, that brings you like happiness outside of, of the kind of mundane that life can be. It's yeah. like, find that thing, because it yeah. gives you so much joy, you know? Yeah, yeah, so. but yeah. It makes me so thankful that we're able to do for a job that thing. Yeah, 100%. Like, not, yeah. A lot, not a lot of people are able to say that, and so it's, yeah, pretty, it's, not, it's pretty cool. Not lost on us, for sure, how, yeah. how lucky that is. Totally. So. Sick, right. okay. Uh, how long have we been going? Should we do one more? I feel like we've been going for... A good bit. Maybe, yeah, let's do at least one more. All right. Let's see. 
One more each. We're getting the one more. The one more sign. We're getting the one. <laughs> uh, let's do <laughs> one more. One more. Jake, Jake the boss. Um, okay, let's do one more each. Okay. Let's see. Um, oh gosh, there's a lot of a lot of uh, pressure on this one. Yeah, it's got to be a good one. Okay. <clears throat> if you weren't a front man. Mm. What what instrument would you play? So like, mm-hmm. can it be one I already do or sure yeah. totally yeah 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 that that question being, I know early on in your musical career you you knew that you wanted to be the songwriter slash singer yeah so if that never happened <clears throat> and you were just a band guy or just an instrument player or a mm-hmm. whatever contract guy, what would you play? So, the easy answer is drums because it's my first, my first musical love. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we made love. <laughs> oh, buddy. Um, no, I, I. That's the easy answer. But I actually, I actually think that, and, and this is a, a little bit of my like growing up background with my dad. My dad, is a killer bass player, like crazy good, and can shred on the guitar, like like solo. Mm-hmm. Steve Vai style, like hair hair blowing in the wind. Eighties, yeah. there's smoke everywhere. Flying V guitar, Fly, which he he has, and yeah. it's at my house right uh-huh. now. Um, but I, what I don't have, <clears throat> and it's probably because I didn't develop it because I was a little lazy, <laughs> lazy in some of my musical development, um, which I regret sometimes. But I just learned the guitar well enough to support my songwriting mm. and to be a really good rhythm player. But I quickly learned that like the lead, like like learning the fretboard really well to where I could just kind of like sail around it, not even thinking the way I, I could still around a drum set, like sure. feels yeah. comfortable, feels natural. Although it doesn't anymore cause I haven't played in a long time, but, <laughs> um, but you know what I'm saying? Like I could probably sit back down and pick it right back up kind of where I came from. Yeah. You know, I, there'd be some dexterity that I got to work on, but the guitar just never felt that way for me with lead stuff. So I think the answer would be, I would be a lead, a, like a, a very versatile lead guitar player. Interesting. Like, like I could, I could in that moment in that song just step out and rip. Yeah. Free free flowing. Just let it go. No planned. Like, yeah. you know, it wasn't something I wrote beforehand in my head my head. It's just I'm going. Like mm-hmm. but I'm just, I'm just not that guy. I can't that's yeah. just not my, my brain doesn't work like that. And so yeah. um that would be mine for sure. Interesting. What about that's you? That's not what I would say. Or no, well, not what would I, you what would you have thought? Um Maracas. Maybe? I don't know really. I I I didn't really have an answer for you, but I guess I would have thought drums too, but yeah, it makes most sense to give me my background, but <clears throat> yeah. yeah. What's yours? I think my, mine, my easy one would also be drums. Um, yeah, I think mine would be drums still. Um, I think for me, because I fell in love with like songwriting and, and all that as well, I feel like my, um, time that I spent on drums was stunted a little bit just because I prioritized my time into songwriting. And, yeah. and like whenever Jones started, I, I put a lot of time into visuals and things like that. <clears throat> but instrument wise, if I just had to focus on one, it would probably be drums just because yeah. I know that like that's my no- most natural instrument. And I feel like I have a lot further to go with it, honestly. Like, like I, I feel like I could just like 
keep, keep, keep learning and yeah, well, just like, er, well, like, like everything. Yeah, 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 totally. For sure, for sure. But like, I feel like the, I feel like I'm at like 60% and I would love gotcha. to, I would love to be able to like put the time in, you know, if there was another life or whatever, where it was just like, you're going to be an instrument guy and that's it. Like, I, I think I would be yeah. at, like, like to spend that time. The drums rip, man. They're fun. They're fun. It's a fun instrument. Okay, last question, and that's what's going to me. Well, I'm, I'm I've got the question. It's for <laughs> okay, you. Okay. Sorry, I worded that weird. Um, <clears throat> real serious one. Okay. What makes you angry more than anything else? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want you to dig deep for this one. I already have my answer ready. <clears throat> um. Um, okay. Should you say yours first? I can. I'm locked and loaded, bud. Okay. Say yours bad first. drivers, bad drivers, bad. I, Wait, you know, this, this is yours. Oh yes. Okay. Oh, you think, I'm sorry. You, you thought I meant what yours is. I thought you said you had, you knew mine. Sorry. I meant I have my oh, answer okay, to cool. mine. Yeah. I would say yours is for sure. Bad drivers. <laughs> little, a uh, little note to the listeners or watchers, viewers. I have what is known as road rage. And I've predicted, Lola's going to hate that I say this on air, but I've predicted that the way I go out <laughs> at some point in my life <laughs> is through a road rage. Not, I would never hurt anyone else sure. <clears throat> or start a fight, but if you pull out in front of me, I will tailgate you. Uh-huh. Like I will, I, and I may lay on my horn <laughs> or hold up a said hand gesture. <laughs> Um, I really try not to. It's like my, my grave. I've never it's seen my, you do that. <laughs> uh, there was one, one, first of all, when we're driving in van dates, Steven generally 99% of the time drives. And for the longest time I was like, I wonder why he always just wants to drive. <laughs> one day I took over and I saw a guy like a mile back, just driving insane, cutting in and out of traffic, just being reckless. Right. <clears throat> and so I, uh, being the hero that I am, said, I'm going to cut this guy off. And so I got up right by a semi and just slowed down and let him get stuck behind us. And then he laid on the horn. He was getting so mad. And then he zipped around us and like slammed on his breath. I mean, it, it turned into a little episode. And I looked over at Steven and he was in the fetal position in the passenger seat, <laughs> just like, like, oh my God, what, you're going to kill us here. And then after that, I was like, you probably should just drive. <laughs> so Steven drives. <clears throat> if it helps, I don't really remember that. Oh, I do. I thought you were so mad at me. I think you were just scared, but... <laughs> Which I now, now in retrospect, I understand. But um, that's mine. I'm that's crazy. To think, the yeah. thing that makes me most mad is road rage. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> Other drivers like me. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm trying to think. There's just so many things that <laughs> just make me so mad. <laughs> I, I th- I'm trying to figure out how to word what I think yours is. Okay. I think the thing I see you get most flustered about okay. is when... When some, I'm trying, how do I, how do I word it? It's, I'm, I'm like, I think I have scenarios in my head, but it's like when, say we have like a vision for something and there's like a status quo of how something's been done before, hmm. in, whether it's music or otherwise, it could be sure. in any, any form of an industry that we're like involved in. And you have an idea, a creative idea in your head of how we could accomplish that goal and then we're told that's not possible mm. or 
it can't happen because of a reason that just essentially is like, yeah. essentially is just like, well, that's just like the way it is. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm, I share this with you, but you get more mad. <laughs> right? yeah. like, definitely yeah. your, your, your initial reaction is always like, why? That's, that's true. That's stupid. Like that's kind of your, your thing. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know what the root of that is. Like, I don't know if that's like, I think I don't, I, uh, okay. Yeah. That's, that is, I think it, I don't like be t- being told uh, maybe less like what to do, but like how it, how it needs to be done or yeah. that something can't be done when I know it can be. And I think that can be whatever I like, yeah. me, just like you said, music or, or, or me, like I, I don't like people just like thinking you can't do something because of like what they've assumed for some right. reason. Yeah. Yeah, that makes me real. Yeah, that yeah. makes me really mad. But where we share in that is, I think for me, the core of it is an individualist. Like, I, I, you, you wouldn't, we wouldn't be uh, uh, an LLC band business without like an entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah, like you have to have that. Yeah. Or there, I mean, because a lot of this is business. Like, it's yeah, it's creative and all that stuff. But so many day in and day out, like managerial decisions have to be made. Which Colin, our manager, obviously helps a ton with all that. But like you have to make business decisions. And I feel like I know that if I was behind a desk, zero, uh, like we were saying earlier, like I want everyone to be happy and do what they love, but I know it's not the reality for everyone. So Mm -hmm. no knocks on any of that. But for me, Alan, if I had to be behind a desk being told, uh, it's not even about the desk. If I had a boss over me who was telling me what to do and I didn't agree with the motivation even behind what we were doing or the why, I don't, I I think I might just quit. Like honestly, it's not worth it. Yeah. yeah, I have to like believe in it and I have mm-hmm. to I have to um understand the vision behind it and if there is no vision or the vision doesn't line up with my vision, I'm going to I'm probably going to say something about it. Maybe in a nice way. I'm not saying I'm going to like go off, but yeah. but I'm I'm darn sure not going to want to be there. Yeah. Or so I think that's a core like you're yeah. an individualist like yeah, me, which true. is probably why we work really well together because you know your lane and what you're really good at and you're going to lead in those things. I know mm-hmm. what I am. We're going to help each other in the other stuff, but we're both just trying to like figure it out day by day together yeah. with our team. But like, but even our team probably gets caught. I mean, Colin <laughs> will be the first to tell you that we're stubborn with stuff because oh, yeah. we have a vision with what we want Joan to be. And if you say we can't get there, well, why? What's, yeah. what's the, re- what's the holdup? You know? Yeah. And so that's just kind of our natural. <laughs> so Colin, if you're listening, we should have him on this podcast. <laughs> see, see what the whole see episode what, is. Uh, his what, least favorite thing about this. <laughs> <laughs> A whole episode, uh, Jones' manager explains why he hates working with Jen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All the things he hates. Um, wow, that's good. Yeah. Learned something about myself today. Yeah, I feel like we what really broke through some barriers. Yeah. Personally and otherwise. Golly, man, just breaking walls down. Yeah, breaking down the walls, man. Okay. Sweet. I feel like that's a good place to end. Yeah. This has been fun. Yeah. Um, let's wrap it. Thanks for listening. Love you all so much. We'll be coming hot with another episode soon. Mm-hmm. We're Joan, and you've been listening to Live, Laugh, Joan. Joan out. Goodbye. <laughs>